today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. We talked about the marathon session the other day at City Council to do with uh, the light rail transit uh, issue, and of course both pro and con, and uh, it's become rather contentious. They actually didn't uh, vote uh, about the environmental assessment. They decided to kick that down the can until about the, the 19th of this month when they have another meeting. And the phone surveys going on, which we've talked about before, and you know that's obviously going to be done, and they'll have the results in time for that meeting. But a number of delegations uh, spoke to the uh, to the LRT subcommittee at that meeting. One of them is Attilio Di Fiore, who's uh, uh, from Hamilton, as a matter of fact. He's the president and CEO of Atwill Medical Solutions Incorporated with offices in Utah and Hamilton. So when you moved down there, Attilio, uh, to Salt Lake City some time ago, uh, you were there when this their discussion about light rail transit was taking place. Correct, yes. It wasn't already there. No, that's correct, yeah. All right, talk to me about what happened in that <clears throat> process. I mean, because you were kind of an observer there. You're relatively yeah. new to the area, yeah. and, and this discussion was going on. Yeah, so, you know, we, in 97, 98, you know, Salt Lake City was, um, you know, about population, like the, the city itself is about 250,000, but it's it, it has the same kind of situation like we have out here where there's it runs into other cities, like Hamilton runs into Burlington and that kind of thing. And so um, uh, the population started to, to grow. The Olympics were coming in 2002. Yeah, you, you already knew that was happening. Yeah, that was happening. And uh, and the government had, the federal government had given grants to the state to, you know, with the highways and to help with the infrastructure. And so one of the one of the plans was let's put in a light rail system, a transit system, so that we can move people around, not just, you know, now for the Olympic Games because the venues are pretty far apart, but also because, you know, to in- enhance the movement of people from city to city. And that, that became kind of the discussion. How do we want to run this, this trail, this rail system? Where are we going to put it? Um, it turns out that you know, Salt Lake is, 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 has some good uh, adapted areas for running these kind, of, these kind of systems. Well, one thing is that they have a rail system that runs north-south in the valley. If you don't know Salt Lake in terms of the way it's laid out, it really is between two mountain ranges, so it runs mostly north-south. There's some east-west portions. The, the airport's west of the city. The university's east of the city. Um, and then um, most of the most of the city expands southward into the, in the valley. So, so you're you know even though it's called Salt Lake City and everybody thinks the whole thing's the city, it's not. There's Salt Lake, North Salt Lake, Murray, you know, Riverton, Draper. These these just we have here, just like we have here. And so what they did is they they said, okay, well let's figure out the best way to run a track that impe- that that has the least impact on existing you know movement of traffic. And and there were there's three main highways, uh, I-15, which is the one that the core that runs from state to state. There's I-215, which is a loop that runs internally in the state. And then there's a street called State Street, which is a massive street, basically, that runs the whole state again. But it's uh, about, you know, eight lanes, four lanes each direction. And so they said, okay, well, let's figure out a way to run this train so that we don't impede these, these the system of traffic internally in the city. And they had a freight line that ran north-south in the valley, and it, and it ran through the cities. So they, they built a track along that freight line. And uh, and then they put stops in each city for that track, and uh, you know obviously the only impedance you have is when you have to cross the rail. But you had to cross the rail anyway because there's there was a track there already. Sure. Then they built like a, they tied that into the the bus system, so they had uh, the buses would go to those areas. You know, so they became hubs. Exactly, those were hubs, and each city had a couple of stops, and you could basically get on this thing for 
two or three bucks from one side of the valley to the other. And that covered probably about 25 miles of linear track from one side to the to the next. And and the existing transit system basically fed the, the transit correct. line, the, the, the train correct. line. Yeah, and it became very efficient. Now, here's the odd thing is we moved there in 97, 98, and we loved the bus system in Hamilton. I mean, we could get anywhere, right? Uh, they, they just started using the B line, I think, at that time or just before that to run to the university. Yeah. It was great. And uh, and when my wife and I both moved out there, one thing we noticed was, wow, the bus system sucks out here. It's terrible, right? <laughs> it's like it's like they just didn't have a good bus system. Yeah. And uh, so you really couldn't you really couldn't get anywhere on a bus in a relatively short period of time there. But when they, the the track fixed that, because the buses now became kind of a, like you said a feeder to that track system, and the track system integrated perfectly in that in that way. And then, of course, so you're almost encouraged. The way they've de- designed their system, as you explained it, though, Attilio, you're almost encouraged to take the LRT because the buses are taking you right there anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to get to that yeah. point, but I still want to go further south or north. Yep. I'm going to hop on the train. Yep. And they they just they stuck they kept adding to the, to the system. So they had an initial system that ran basically north south in the valley, so you could get to these venues, you know. And then they tied a couple other things east west, but then they started building longer rails left and you know like so to go east west, and they they called them a different color lines a green line blue line a red line and yeah, major uh, cities do that boston's yeah. got a system like that new york right. has a system like that it's it's yeah. all color-coded yeah yeah exactly and so they and so you get to downtown and once you're downtown you can hop the different line too so i mean you know eventually you're on a dedicated line if you go further enough south or further further in, uh, enough f- far enough east or west you're on a green line or a blue line if you go fur- far enough south you're on, a, you're on a red line but as you come north or come to the center you you can hop on different lines. You know, there's some transfer points for that. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.